0: Hello, and welcome to SIP Spotlight in Purple. My name is Sydney L. Mosley, Artistic Director of Sydney L. Mosley Dances, or as we call it, SLM Dances. SLM Dances is a New York City-based dance theater collective that works in communities to organize for gender and racial justice through experiential dance performance. Our current work in progress, PURPLE, is a multi project universe that illuminates the power of deep sisterhood for social change through storytelling and movement. This sisterhood is how we thrive. We invest in one another, we honor and celebrate each other's brilliance, and we hold ourselves accountable to experiencing radical joy. Spotlight in PURPLE is one galaxy in the universe of SLM Dance's Purple Projects. This podcast is a companion to care packages created and mailed to treasured members of our community. It includes a conversation with SLM Dance's creative partners in late October 2020, and a poem created in response to our work-in-progress showing of our Purple Ensemble work, In December 2019. We invite you to listen to this offering as a way to care for yourself today. Find a comfortable seat, grab a cup of something warm and delicious, inhale, exhale, and enjoy.
1: Peace, this is Timothy Prolific, Edwajante, and you are about to listen to Purple, a poem that I call a literary contact improv that was inspired by the work in progress showing of Purple, and I am proud to have this as part of the Purple universe. Um, I'm grateful to Sydney and to her ancestors and the creative partners, um, to Ebony Smith and Noah Jackson for working with me in the studio on this piece. Um, Ebony approached me after the show was done, and after I had read a version of this during the talk back, because I was just inspired by what I saw on stage and shared my perspective and how I do that is through my words. Um, I call this piece a literary contact improv. It is a dance between me and my grandmother, Mama Anna Veit, whose death anniversary was the day prior to me watching Purple. Um, the ancestors of all the participants in stage and the ways in which we were able to move with one another um, in remembrance and celebration. I've been thinking a lot about my ancestors and what music means to them, what's allowed me to be here, the things I learned and discovered about myself. And I think that's part of why tonight hit so much, about why I hit home. And I'm at a time where I've been like constantly redefining what home is and what it means. It's been a lot of growth. You know, niggas two years from 40. And there's a lot of reflection happening, and this is part of it. It's feeling grateful, real grateful, real abundant. So I'm um, Timothy William Prolific Vite Jones at son of William and Andrina, Anna Ray, Claire, and, and William Buddy's grandson. From Long Island, I reside in Brooklyn. My people are from North Carolina and Virginia and Barbados and Grenada and Panama. My indigenous roots. Part of this island we call Long Island meaning from Brooklyn to Suffolk for over 250 years. As a son of the Matinakak, Onkachug, and Shinnecock peoples. Son of various indigenous groups within the South. The son of West Africa through the Caribbean and Central Africa through the American South and the Caribbean. Uncomfortably sometimes the son of Europe too. But all that's there, it's all in the blood. And the ancestors are with us, and sometimes they let us know what we need, not just to learn who we are, but to heal. So yesterday, yesterday was the second anniversary of my grandmother's passing. My grandmother, Mama Anna Vite. State of mind. Purple State of spirit Purple State of heart Purple State Regal Yet not bougie I shit, maybe a little bit State An opening flower A tulip an african violet, a lavender bud state a blue note tinted by the memory of my rainy. we beyond blues now we the next evolution post-trap, post-hip-hop, post-avant-garde, post-post-modern state afro indigenous ancestral future past present past that dutch Cain not crutch. Temple not church. Improvised even when rehearsed. State. Master builder. Mother. Daughter. Sister. Auntie. All of your labels and none of them. State. Over. Your bullshit. Not your mammy, not your fantasy, not your darling Not here to serve the breaking of your neck unless it pleases me State Sparkle dress and tights Sparkle lace and lights Velvet and plunging necklines Texture and thighs State Hair Free State In communion Enjoy in breath, in harmony, in play, in love, in support. State, healing, loving those on the other side of the veil. We sparkle like their smiles, we laugh, cause shit, they're funny. They're never gone. Never gone, never gone, never gone. They drank my rum or vodka, never gone. They drank my mezcal, never gone. They hungry, we gotta feed them, never gone. They like flowers, never gone, never gone, never gone. gone. They speak all the time, they are never gone. Have you ever seen the way purple looks at dawn? How could it be clouds? How it be clouds, purple be clouds in a finer lining than silver, silver, how purple opens up like a tulip when facing the sun, curls to embrace you when you see the moon, sounds like violins played by the hands of the wind, the wind, the wind whose fingers bow trees and stalks across the pulse of the soil. Have you ever harnessed amethyst by pressing soil between your fingers? Holding rocks until your blood and the dirt extend Contract, undulate, turn, and lift Into a choreography of rivers whose stones sing These stones sing like my rain Have you ever found warmth In the depths of a wintry bay Seen the frozen water melt under a noon sun Seen the wind plant seeds across oceans Until lilac sprouts grow mountainous Perhaps the sun isn't yellow or orange at all perhaps water isn't blue state of mind purple rain state of mind flower in the hair of holiday state of mind the color of a firing synapse state of mind a healing bruise State of mind, eternally royal. State of mind, Shanghai rainbow. State your mind.
2: Hello, and welcome. Thank you for tuning in, for listening from wherever you are, whatever time of day it is for you. As we spend some time together, you're joining us for SLM dances, sharing a little bit about ourselves and what we do. And I'll just get us started. My name is Maya. I use she, they pronouns and I'm excited for everyone to be here today. We're going to get started by just naming who we are, introducing ourselves, and sharing in a little go-around practice that we do often in SLM dances, where we say, I see myself as whatever you are in this moment, and I'll get us started. I am Maya, I see myself as present. And I'll pass it off to Jessica.
3: Hi, everyone. It's so great to be in space together, although we're on Zoom. (laughs) My name is Jessica. I use she, her, hers pronouns. And today, I see myself as bright. And I'll pass it on to Brittany.
4: Hi, family tuning in, folks that are on the podcast. Um, As Jess said, my name is Brittany Britt B. Um, My pronouns are she, her, hers. And today, I see myself as calm. And with that, I will pass it off to Joan.
5: Hello, hello. Um, My name is Joan. I use she, her pronouns. And today I see myself as chilly because it is very rainy outside. And I'm gonna pass it to Angelica.
6: Hi, my name is Angelica Mondalvianyan. I use she, her, hers pronouns. And today I see myself as excited. I think that's everyone. just me. I'm going to pass it to Bianca.
7: Yes. Hi everybody. My name is Bianca and I, um, I use she, her pronouns. And today I see myself as hungry. I've been eating so many plantain chips. (laughs) Um, and I think I'm gonna pass, am I passing it back to Maya? Cause we're here in conversation on Zoom. So I'm like, what am I doing? But I think actually it's me. No, Maya's gonna tell us what we're about to do. Go ahead, Maya. Yes, thank
2: you. Um, so we are going to spend some time together today. We are all here on Zoom in lots of different place- places and spaces. So we're coming from wherever we're at right now, just like you are, as you tune in and listen. We're excited to spend some time together. We're going to get started um, and I'll pass it back to Bianca shortly for us to engage in a moment of mindfulness. We'll hear a little bit about where we're at right now, what we're working on as a collective, and then we'll talk a little bit about our stories and we'll share in story circles. Angelica will share more about what story circles are, where that comes from, why we do it, all that wonderful, fun stuff. Everyone will get to share, and we'll wrap that by considering, or you'll get to consider where you're at in this point in time. And you'll get to share your own story, perhaps with yourself, perhaps you write it down, however you want to sit with that. And Jess will bring us back to another moment of mindfulness to reflect on what that meant for us, what that meant for you, and then we'll take some deep breaths to close our time together. And I'm excited and I will let Bianca kick us off. Thanks Maya, appreciate
7: that. It's so lovely to see all of you on the Zoom right now. Um, And it's lovely to have you here listening with us. So thank you for being here. Uh, Before we dive into our amazing story circles, I am, honored to guide us through a moment of breathing together. So wherever you are, whether you're seated, standing or lying down, take a moment to settle in to your body and settle into the position that you're in right now. And maybe that means changing some things. Maybe you let your, you know, your arms relax down by your sides or your shoulders fall away from your ears. Maybe you let your eyelids become heavy or your eyes close completely. Today, I feel comforted by giving myself a hug. So I'm going to use my two hands and arms to wrap around my chest and hug myself. And I invite you to place your two hands wherever it is on your body, your lap, or by your side. That makes you feel good. Wherever you are, sigh all the air out of your lungs. And we'll take a nice deep breath in together. Breathing in. And breathing out. Breathing in once again. And sighing it all out. Third time is the charm. Deep breath in. And release all your breath out. If you have your eyes closed, you may now flutter them open and your arms and hands return back to a comfortable place wherever they are in your lap. And um, this month, we're anchoring into the values, F1 Dance's values of learning. So as we continue to move and breathe together through the practice of yoga and creative process, we've been spending a lot of time focusing on what learning means to us. And sometimes it means learning new things and other times relearning things. Um, And it's very exciting for us to be here today on the 29th of October at the end of our month of learning exploration so that we can learn even more about each other through a practice that we regularly use called Story Circles. And so I'm really excited to pass it off to Angelica who's gonna tell us a little bit more about Story Circles. Take it away, Angelica.
6: Hey everyone. Okay, so Story Circles is a creative process founded by the members of the Free Southern Theater, which is Junebug Productions' predecessor. This work was influenced by the civil rights movement and the jolly and Griot traditions from West Africa. Starting with a prompt, each person will take turns sharing their experiences and stories to those within the circle. Each person receives equal time to share their story. This creative process allows each individual to speak in the first draft, engage in deep listening, respect, and empathy. Story circles allows for one to share their personal truths and embrace humanity. John O'Neill, who co-founded the Free Southern Theater, which is now known as Junebug Productions, once stated, "The rules of the story circle are the rules of per- civil participation in society. You agree to listen. You agree to respect." The current artistic director of Junebug Productions is Stephanie McKee Anderson. The lineage of story circles starts in West Africa to the Free Southern Theater slash Junebug Productions to Urban Bushwomen and now to SLM Dances. I will now pass it to Brittany.
4: Thank you, Angelica for sharing. Um, So, hey y'all, we're actually going to use um, the story circle process now in the sense of recalling a memory and before you do that wherever you are if you're sitting if you're standing if you're moving around i want you to just take a moment and find a pause that deep breath that we took a while ago remind yourself of how you're breathing and i'm going to ask you to just for a moment, think of a memory or think of a moment it could have been today that brought you joy. I want you to, as you think about this memory or a moment in this time, I would love for you to describe the smell. What did it taste like? Can you feel it? What sounds were around you in the moment that you were living or you were living in this joy? And what did it look like? And you can take the time to think about it. Perhaps you might have to write it down in order to recall it. Maybe you're feeling a sensation in your body that enables you to really recall what, the, what this is. But definitely just take a moment um, to reflect. And as you're reflecting, allow the answers to unfold. Okay, and now, from the people that you are listening to, I'm going to extend this to um, Jess, Maya, Bianca, Joan, and Angelica, just to share um, that moment of joy. Um, So I'll work backwards. I'll I'll pass it off to uh, Angelica. (laughs) And let's hear, uh, let's sense their moment of joy. Okay,
6: So for me, it was one of SLM Dance's workshops that we had with the elders. And we had Danielle. And we were actually going through um, a story circle-like exercise. But with like Mm -hmm. Mad Libs and like it was Bianca, Lorena and I trying to um, provide like translation in Spanish, and um, like I had no idea how to say like Thanksgiving properly. So like you know, I would just say I'm a Puerto Rican background and I don't have the perfect Spanish, but I was like, oh, like you know, el día de San Giving which is like not actually Spanish, but it was hilarious because everyone understood what I meant. And um, actually another moment of joy is when I called this Pat and she was telling me how hilarious that was. And everybody was like talking about the workshop and how we all shared recipes. So that was definitely a moment of joy that I shared with everyone. And I would like to pass this off to Joan.
7: Okay. Um... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joni. I just have to say I am cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cracking up remembering that because it was so funny. And like, I resonate with it so deeply because there's like, I didn't, there's a word for tissue. I know there's a Spanish word for tissue. And I know there's a Spanish word for Clorox, but it's not. It's Kleenex and Clorox with an accent. Right, El Cloro, right, or El Kleenex, right. Okay, so I'm done. Sorry, Joni, go ahead. I just had to, (laughs) I was cracking up.
6: Or a (laughs) cornflake. Yes, yes, yes.
5: Thanks for that moment of laughter, V. It's nice to hear laughs when we're listening to these things, especially on Zoom, because we're all on mute as we listen patiently. So my moment of joy that I'm thinking about is probably like a month ago, my parents came over and I cooked them dinner and they really enjoyed my dinner, which made me feel good because my father is quite picky. And then we were all just hanging on the couch and I have a rescue cat and a rescue dog. And they were both sitting on the couch with my parents and my mom was playing with the cat and my dad was playing with the dog. And me and my fiance, Chris, were just sitting at the table kind of watching them. And it just felt like a regular day, but a day to appreciate that we're all here together and we can spend time together. And now that I've moved out of my parents' home, it does feel lovely to like have more for dinner and kind of show off my cooking skills a little bit So I'm just thinking of the smell of the things we ate, which I made some vegetarian tacos and I made some brown rice and beans and pico de gallo. And it was very tasty and the smell of all that. And we were drinking wine, which is one of my favorite drinks. So the taste of the red wine And yeah, just like an overall normal, nothing crazy moment, but just a lot of joy and a lot of gratitude to just be hanging out together. I'm going to pass it to Jess. I love these
3: stories of (laughs) like Thanksgiving and cooking um, because the first um, memory that came to me was... Uh, in 2015, in August of 2015, um, I live in Vermont, um, at an artist residency every summer and in 2015, we, uh, hosted a, what we called a garden gathering and it was a fundraiser dinner where we, uh, made food from our garden, really big gardens. Um, for a big group of people and it was the first time we cooked a lot of food for the public or our guests Um, and uh, I remember standing in the kitchen that we built we built this outdoor kitchen and I remember standing amidst uh, a bunch of all like all of the artists that were residents there. And then also all our guests for the evening after we had cooked all day long, like potatoes and um, this peanut butter curry sauce and beautiful salads. And we had, it was like a huge buffet. And um, we lit candles and we decorated the tables with flowers. And um, we had just finished the roof, the, the um, porch roof. Uh so we were all able to come inside and then it started to pour. Um, and so I remember the smell of the rain and the smell of the food that we had cooked and then the sound of everyone's voices uh, laughing and sharing stories and marveling over our new roof. Um, and I remember standing there in the middle of everyone and holding my hands on my heart um, which is what I just did when we did that breathing moment with Bianca um, and grinning from ear to ear of how like magical that moment was and bringing that m- memory brings me a lot of joy um, just to even share it with all of you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I'll pass it on to Maya, I'd love to hear your story.
2: Thank you, Jess. I love that all of what we've shared so far is connected in some way to food, Um, just putting that out there, because we also oftentimes share a lot of good times over food. I also regularly cook food during our rehearsals. So I'm just, (laughs) it's just making me smile and it's raining right now. And I'm like, imagining the food that Jess is talking about. Um, And the moment is ironic though, because the moment of joy that I'm, that's coming to me. um, Well, there is still some food involved somewhat, um, but I'm thinking of um, being outside in the summertime. because that's my favorite time of the year. Um, I'm a, Georgia baby, and I miss the summer, and I miss the sun whenever it's not out. It's raining right now, but I'm thinking very clearly and can imagine very clearly the feeling of being at an amusement park with my partner in 2017. We hadn't been dating for that long yet, but um, we, well, I actually got tickets for us to go to an amusement park. Um, We went to, (laughs) we drove to New Hampshire from where we were living at the time in Boston to go to um, ride roller coasters and like just have fun and be kids. (laughs) Um, And it was like my birthday present to her, also kind of to me since we got to go together. (laughs) And it was a blast. Um, She's been with family in the midst of quarantine and everything that's going on right now, but we talk often and I can think very clearly of moments that we've shared like that together. Um, I, there's a picture of me holding this big ass bag of cotton candy, cause I love cotton candy. I don't really eat sugar that often, but if I see a bag of cotton candy, I will buy three. I will eat all of them. I will not share. Um, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> And everyone's laughing because they know that my family, like, doesn't do candy either and, like, doesn't even give Halloween candy out. Like, that's another story that I shared in a different story circle, different time. But, um, me and that bag of cotton candy and, like, trying to find ways to carry the bags of cotton candy through the park. I got it, like, in the middle of our entire day there. And Cynthia was, like yeah let's carry these bags of cotton candy around like no there are no children with us yes these are for us and like eating cotton candy walking through the park when it started to get later and the, there was the sunset i was eating cotton candy with her sitting next to water because the park was right next to a lake and she was sitting on rocks and the sun was shining and i eaten too much cotton candy at that point so my mouth just tasted like sugar and I didn't care. And I was like smiling until my face was hurting. And it was just a wonderful moment that we got to share. Um, and a moment of a lot of smiles and screaming on roller coasters all day long. Um,
0: and it just makes me really happy. And I would love to hear from Bianca.
7: <laughs> okay. <laughs> So funny about the no candy thing though and then you loving the cotton candy that's too much for me okay so <clears throat> my mo- I have so many moments of joy that I don't even know what to pick right now I just kind of am winging it and seeing what's going to come out of my mouth but I will say that an extreme an extremely joyous moment for me was um in 2015. I had been living in Ireland for a year and it was my second year being the creative director of a dance society at the University College of Dublin. And every year we did uh, this huge preparation for a uh, national dance competition. And um, that year I was directing a piece that we were making about marriage equality and about love. And the piece was called What I Did for Love. And so every college that is a part of this competition was there on the day and this piece was a part of uh the category that's called the mixed piece because there were different uh competitions for different styles of dance right so there was a hip-hop competition ballet contemporary jazz and irish dancing and the mixed piece was where you could bring any style you could bring all the people together and you could do all the things and i do all those things so that's why i got the job but anyway there was like 40 of them. And we made this massive piece about marriage equality. And it was all about this story of these couples that are together and then they break up and then they end up finding the person who they really want to be with. And it's kind of like regardless of their gender, their sexuality, their identity that you found the person that you love, right? This all through dance. And um, this competition is fierce. Like people get salty about it. And like, like, it's like what is the mo- the cheer movie? Like, bring it on. It's like, bring it on type stuff. Like, you're not looking at them because they're from this college and they always beat you and you want to beat them and blah, blah. I don't play with that stuff. So I obviously was like, none of you can behave like that because I don't like it. It will make me cry. So please don't. Um, but anyway, we had a great day and we, we were last as well. So we, we, at the end of the competition, I have to finish the story. At the end of the competition, we were the last one of the day, right? They went out there. And they just absolutely smashed it. And once it was over, everybody was on their feet. So it didn't matter who was there, who wanted to beat who. The entire auditorium filled with a thousand people were on their feet, screaming, cheering. The judges were crying. I was crying. Everybody was crying because I was like, this is the most amazing thing. I was so proud of them. They ran off the stage screaming because they were just so happy with their lives. And like, they just had this experience that they felt like this, This piece was a part of them. They owned it, you know? And for me, I was just like overcome with joy. Every time I think about it, I get tears in my eyes because I was just like, that was the most beautiful seven minutes I have ever experienced in my life. That's enough now. That's enough for me. I'm going to send it over to the lovely, lovely, lovely Brit. Take it away, Brit.
4: I appreciate these stories. To
7: remember Britt, we're not able to hear you that well. Yeah. Okay.
4: Here we Unreal. go. Mike yeah. check one, two, one, two. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Thank you. Uh we are um at a time where being reminded of joy is so important. And in listening to everyone's stories. We have food and uh, gathering with people. And I'm gonna say the thing that brings me the most joy is play. I am a very uh, big supporter of that. And I am thinking about when all of us were in the studio together and we were playing hand games, (laughs) Um, which was hilarious. and just a part of it is a part of being a lot of times when we go into spaces um naturally we think that we have to be a particular way and um this day at lincoln um center in the studio we were laughing and uh, at a time, of course, pre-COVID, we were able to actually, you know, touch hands and sing Tweet Baby and (laughs) laugh. So I'm thinking about that. And, you know, I can't wait to do it with y'all again soon because it's it's hard to... uh, you know, play hand games if you can't even touch. So uh, just, I'm keeping that in mind. Um, And in the ways that we um, are passing things along, I'm going to continue with that and give it over to Joan.
5: So I already went, so I think we are all complete. Is that true? Did everyone go?
3: Yes, we did. Yay, thank you so much for sharing your stories. Um, yes. I invite you, this is Jessica, I invite us all to close out this story circle practice with a word or phrase or even sound that stuck with you, um, that resonated with you from this conversation. Uh, so I can go first, um, something that stuck with me was just saying when Brit just shared that we were together, I started to cry. Um, and uh, of course, that's our reality every day, but that hit me <laughs> real hard. <laughs> so uh, the, the sound of the clap, I think, is what I would want to share. Uh, Like, the sound of us playing the hand games. And I'll pass it to Bianca. Uh,
7: For me, what sticks out is cotton candy. Cotton candy. Yep. I'm going to pass it to Angelica.
6: Oh, yeah. All the foods named in the conversation that's what sticks out with me i will pass it to joan
5: um for me it's the thought and the act of just gathering together i think we're all missing that right now and it came up in a lot of our stories like gathering with one person or a group of people or being together i'm going to pass it to maya
2: mm all of the above all of the above um gathering here um is making me think of gathering in space together um i also want some cotton candy now i would love some cotton candy right now (laughs) (laughs) um and i would love a feast cooked by sydney or inspired by Sydney, I think all of us would really enjoy that. I think everyone listening would really enjoy that. Where, whoever you are, wherever you are, um, that's that's where that's where my heart is sitting.
4: Brett. Yes, I agree with everything that's been said. Uh, the gathering, the cotton candy, um, the the triumph of a team. <laughs> after their uh, competition. Uh, Summer. Summer is resonating with me. Um, Just just as a reminder to like bring that warmth in this new season, because it is definitely, as Joan said, it's chilly. It's chilly. So that's what I am. I'm reminded about all these things into the next part
3: I feel the warmth just talking to all of you and hearing your stories I feel the warmth
2: I feel the warmth just from seeing smiles and from feeling everyone else clearly feeling all their feelings about all these stories
4: yes
7: and hearing the laughter it's so nice
3: So we invite you, those who are listening, we invite you to uh, reflect on your own story. Um, You're welcome to pause this if you need to or after you listen to write down or share with someone else. Call someone on the phone and tell them a moment of joy or a memory of joy and describe it for them. this process has been really uh, healing and and rejuvenating for me and us. So we hope that uh, you carry your stories out into your day and the next few days um, of, of this moment that we're in. Um so I'm going to pass it on to Joan to close us out today.
5: So in the same idea of reflection, let's find a moment, wherever you may be, to take a seat, to stand up. Maybe you're listening to us as you're taking a walk. Wherever you might be, just take a moment to reflect and Maybe midwalk, take a rest, relax, and ground yourself. And I'm going to invite everyone to close their eyes or lower their gaze, if that feels good for you right now. If you're still walking outside, maybe keep them open so we can be safe. But do you, you whatever feels good right now. We're just going to take a few brief moments to reflect on our time here together. Though we are virtual, though you are listening to us through your ears, we're still together and there's still energy that's between us. So let's just take a moment to reflect on everything that you've heard. What are some of the voices or the sounds that have stood out for you? What are some of the stories that really resonate with you? What are you still thinking about? Is it the cotton candy? Is it the food? Is it the gathering? Is it something that we didn't mention? What feels special to you right now? What feels important? And what can bring you joy in just listening to other people's stories? And now let's take a moment to reflect on your story. What is your response to something that brings you joy, a moment with all the senses? How how are you really bringing yourself back to that moment? What's your story? What brings you the joy? Were you inspired by someone else's story? Do you have one that's completely different? What's resonating with you about your story? What part of your story feels the most important? Are there parts of your story that maybe feel uncomfortable or bring up different emotions? If they do, that's okay. Just take a moment to notice them. What part of your story feels beautiful and lovely and amazing? Just live in that for a few seconds. And I'm gonna invite you to collect all of your memories that you experienced together with us today and the ones that you're reflecting on, on your own story. And we're just gonna seal them off with three collective breaths. So we're gonna breathe in through our nose and exhale through our mouth. Again, breathing in through our nose Exhale through our mouth. And one more. Breathe in through your nose. And out through your mouth. You can gently flutter your eyes open or bring your gaze up. And thanks for having that moment with us. I'm gonna pass it to Lorena. This
8: podcast features SLM Dance's creative partners, Jessica Lee, Brittany Greer, Joan Bradford, Angelica Mondoviana, Bianca Page Smith, and Maya Simonsi in conversation. The poetry is written and spoken by Timothy Prolific-Edward Jonte with Noah Jackson on bass and Ebony Smith on drums and production. Spotlight in Purple has been produced and edited by Jessica Lee, Bianca Page Smith, and me, Lorena Jaramillo and funded by Lower Manhattan Cultural Council Creative Engagement. Esalen Dances is directed by artistic director, Sidney L. Mosley, strategic visioning partner, Anya Austin Edwards, and artistic visioning partner, Allegra Romita. Our Universe of Purple projects has been researched and developed with support from Harlem Stage Fund for New Work, Lower Manhattan Cultural Council Creative Engagement, Lincoln Center Education, Community Artist in Residence Program, Barnard Center for Research on Women, Gibney's Solo for Solo with generous contributions from SHS Foundation, Amherst College Theater, and Dance Department Guest Artist Residency, Greenwich Academy Guest Artist Residency, and Roland Park Country School. Esalen Dances has also received support from Dance NYC Coronavirus Dance Relief Fund, the Harlem Entrepreneurial Microgrant, sponsored generously by the Apollo Theater, 125th Street Business Improvement District, BID, and Harlem Commonwealth Council, Inc., and supporters like you.